Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock climbing Libra, and loves rom coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. So wait a minute. My beauty. I'm going to start out of the gate. It's November 1st. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? I didn't even know I was going to do this. I love when this happens. I don't know what I'm going to do. I think I know what I'm going to talk about. And then I remember I have business. Yeah. I'm going to get to the business right now. Okay. We've had a number of comments, which we keep almost reading, then not reading. First thing I want to do is say to those people, I adore you. You're, you are seen. Unfettered, I adore you. Yes. Okay? We're counting These on your vote. These are the people that have no question. Well, we've yeah. counted your vote, and the great news is, in our election, you can vote as many times as you want. That's the best part. I voted three times for us the other day. You Voting know, I is rating. Why don't I do that? I have no idea. I went in there to check something out, and then I realized, oh, five stars. Why aren't I giving five stars? I I'm agree. guilty. And you know what? If we really wanted to like fix the numbers here, we could pay Yadvina, by we I mean you, an extra hour sure. a day just to just to keep on keeping on. Five stars, five stars. I don't, don't know why shoot. we're not stuffing the ballot box. <laughs> Those are the rules of this election. That's right. We but need to purists. win. But we're purists, you and I. We like true we don't favor. Cheat. That's right. Yeah. Well, we like to know. When we're loved, we want to know that we're loved, not because we had to buy it from somebody. I'm a Leo through and through. I need it. And I'm In sorry, Rana, event. that I egged Mr. Cleveland's car last night. It was Halloween. I had too much candy. I just got very, very, I, I honestly basically Kool-Aid man through the walls of the carriage house last night. I had to actually drive to New York in the middle of the night because I had to get away from your place and the candy. The good news is it was a rental. The bad news is I haven't been out to the driveway yet today. Don't. Don't. So that's news to me. You shouldn't buy Halloween candy, Rana. I've told you this so many times. Well, everyone, yeah, it's true. 
And I have to say, so we had Akiki last week. Oh God, we did. And was that a hysterical hit? Now, okay, this is okay. what I want. I wanted Ronna, to start by do saying, do you want to divulge asocial.club? To- yeah, but do you want to divulge the Halloween Then I trees? wanted to talk about, yeah, I'm going to. Okay, good. Well, it already happened. So what's that's the what I mean? It already happened. Now. So you can you can spill it. To but the I free want feed. people to understand the kind of fun that they're missing. I wish I had the postcard with me right now. It it's was in adorable. the other room. So that's what I wanted to start talking about. That, but I really then got sidetracked, wanting to thank people that have been doing the five stars. But people have been writing in and saying it's so easy. I'm embarrassed how easy it is. It is yeah. literally you go into your app, open the app, wherever you listen, scroll yeah. down about a quarter of an inch. Yeah. And all you do is touch the fifth star and it's submitted. That's it. That's it. You don't even have to punch all the holes. You just punch the fifth star, submit it. Easy. Steve Jobs. Okay? Yeah. Intelligent design. That's the first thing I want to say. What yeah. we've just right. said, if you're a real maniac or you live in Alaska like Ajant. Uh, touch, 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 touch. You got nothing else to do. Touch yourself, touch the fives. Touch yourself, right. touch the fives. Okay? You know what I realized? Take a picture of a reindeer. Is. Oh, I'd love to know. Well, he's named after a precious metal. Argent means silver. How does it? In, in French, it means silver. So that's why Were he's so highfalutin. Were you looking things up about Argent? No, Rana. Huh. I happen we- to be taking a trip next summer. And so I've been taking yeah. French lessons. Oh no, have you really? <laughs> That's my favorite thing I've ever heard because what will happen to you is what happens to people. I know. You will You'll spend, start. this is the beauty of the French. You will go there, you will put on your best NYU and trained accent. And they'll reply accident. to you in English. You'll do your Duolingo or your Rosetta Stone or whatever I'm on unit four. And you will walk in and you will say, bonjour. Yeah. Je say, m'appelle Hi, what do you m'appelle Brian. And they will say, second room on the right. Yep. Don't I know it. And they won't even say thank you. No. They won't say bonjour back. No. They'll just say down the hall. Bye. I have to say, everyone says like, you know, people appreciate it when you make the effort. They don't really care. They, they only like they way. do appreciate when you make the effort. The secret to speaking English in France here. This goes into my guidebook. When is my guidebook coming out? No kidding. We're when waiting. is the photos Ronna Glickman edition coming out? I would love it. I would live it. So many people would live by this. No question. We should be yeah. doing this. But what you do is you say bonjour. Could you tell me where the bathroom is? Or you uh, say okay. excuse moi. Où sont les toilettes? Yeah. No, you just say. Excusez-moi, do you have French fries? They say frites or whatever they say, yeah. Right. But if you just say, excusez-moi, bonjour, excuse me, good morning, now I need what I need. Yes. They are disarmed by the fact that you said, they appreciate and are disarmed by that tiny courtesy of the effort. And then when you're done, you don't say thank you, you say. Merci. There you go. Back to the beginning. AISocial.club. We had our spooky key the other day. So scary. And our treat. We had a real treat in there, Rana. I'm not going to tell people. You're we had not. a big costume reveal. I'm not going to tell them about that. We Everybody came costume. in costume. We had a big costume reveal. It was very funny. It was hysterical. Brian loved it. I liked it. 
Oh, you just liked it? No, I loved I it. I think you loved it. I loved it. But more importantly, here's what was in the box. Okay. Yeah. They got their norm, they get usually get a note. So every month they get a gorgeous black, thick, beautiful envelope embossed with a beautiful people have seen it on the Instagram, so I'm not giving too much away. Embossed. I save with all my recipe leopard. cards in those envelopes because um that, I don't know. Well, you could nice. either save them in there or you could save them in the box that you get as the welcome box. That's the That's idea true. behind the size of the box. Oh, right. Okay. They save their recipe cards. Each recipe card is an absolutely gorgeous watercolor illustration, an original done by Chul, who is a fabulous Yale School of Drama educated set designer who does our illustrations for us. Excuse me. On the back of that is the recipe. This month it was Halloween. So the back of the card was black and all the writing was orange because it was Halloween. Yes. This month the leopard was orange. Not people, by the way, still nominating names for the leopard in the ca- oh, That's right. all happening on Patreon. Yes. The people aren't doing that on the free feed. They're missing out on the conversation that's happening. You could be on naming Patreon. the leopard. Yeah. Someone wrote in the other day to a comment and they said, Am I missing out on the fun? And the answer is you are. There is a vigorous conversation happening in the Patreon carriage house, both about the free feed and about the Patreons. It's fun. Yep. And plug, plug, plug it. But what I'm really saying is, let's level up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. In addition, it's true. Normally, normally they get just a black card with a little note from us for the month that says, you know, here's what we were thinking about when we came up with this. We love you. Didn't Brian cultivate a beautiful drink this month? Yeah, stuff like that. This month, they got also a Chul original, a postcard that had. Brian and Rana drawn as monsters. So that Brian was, was Frankenstein. So cool. And Rana uh, had a little blood dripping down her mouth. I'm going to frame and that one, Rana. It's the cutest thing you've ever seen. In addition, that wasn't enough. So the drink, hysterical, was a blood orange margarita. Okay. I don't want to hear anything from the people that tell me blood orange is a winter citrus and that they couldn't get their hands on a blood orange, okay? Yeah. Because what we used was we used Denata tequila, which, excuse me, is uh, the product of two adorable millennials. Or maybe they're not. What's under that, Gen Z? They are a hoot. One of them's Liam Neeson's son. There, I said it. Yeah. The other one is his best friend from Tulane. They went yeah. on some kind of a who knows magic mushroom mescaline trip to Jalisco, tasted the world's most delicious tequila, and said, We've got to start a brand. And these boys are pounding the pavement. Andy Cohen, who's a dear friend of the Neeson family, mm-hmm. uh, is plugging this left and right for them. Loves these boys. Denata tequila, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And then we had elsewhere blood orange aperitivo. Forget Okay. It from Matchbox Distilling Distilling in New York, which is this fabulous little distillery that does all kinds of custom fabulous blends. Classique. Forget all that. And no one knows this, but just on the kiki, no one knows, but um, waist down, I was wearing Fabletics. Anyway, that is not relevant to this. Waist down, I was wearing loose gym shorts with no underwear. Well, because I went as you and you went as me. 
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was I and I kept crisscrossing my legs so that everybody could see my my dong swing. Oh yeah, <laughs> baby. Isn't it a great feeling? <laughs> Ding dong. That's what I say when I saunter into a room. I swing it I swing low, baby. In any event. I sent everyone inside of what may as well have been a lucite box. A snickabah with a letter so from the Marblehead Police Department, issued by, by the Marblehead Police Department, an official order that said, by order of the Marblehead Police Department, please take one. Yeah. People almost fell over. You could not everyone knows you could have knocked the kiki over with a feather. Ronna leaves a full size snicker bar to everyone at Halloween. I go to the vineyard for Halloween. Yeah. Absolutely. With a note on the front. Of her door that says, by order of the Marblehead Police Department, take one. And people obey that rule, except for me. I did, I had I had a few of them. I well, I also them. put on the note this year, cameras. Uh, Don't check pro- those cameras. In progress. Cameras in progress. I did, so. I did kick a kid. Don't and then I hit the vineyard. That's sort of my last fall weekend I usually do on the vineyard. Because mm-hmm. the vineyard in fall is just absolutely scrumptious. But love in any in event- sometime. Mm-hmm. AS Social Dog Club, that's what you're missing. Yes, we have, God, you're missing it all. We also have a fun collab coming up for November that's going to be part of the box. And I don't want to tell people too much about that, but I will tell them that today's the last day they can order. November would be their first box. Fun collab. Holiday, of course, we're going to knock it out of the pack. What are we doing here? Come on. Hon- holiday, otherwise known as Ronica. Glickness, whichever you celebrate. Uh, and there we are. But today, we had to do just us because we have so many follow-ups. Terrific follow-ups, by the way. I actually don't know what to do. Oh, I meant to tell you, I did learn. Have you ever heard of the word gooch? Sure. As slang? For what? Taint. I just learned this. No, that's not true. Who, t- who true. said that? The gooch was was the bully on different strokes played by Forrest Whitaker. He was called oh the gooch. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Well, gooch also means taint, apparently. Well, why? What is it short for? I don't know. Like, And gooch. who told you? That's what I want to know. The Stephanie? internet and someone on- No. Someone on Twitter. The origin of gooch like is slang Stephanie for the perineum, also known as grundle or taint. Perineum. Or chode. Perineum. Isn't, ex- isn't exactly clear, but it appeared after. Wait a groups- minute. Chode means perineum? Yeah, and grundle. Did you know that? A grundle, I've never heard. That's fun. <laughs> There's a restaurant. Grundle's the Halloween taste. Grundle's. <laughs> Grundle is the Halloween taint. <laughs> it is. It is. And chode. I did. I have heard chode. But I thought chode meant a fat, thick, short. Oh, I did too, actually. Like you a know. like a beer can, but but yeah, squashed. exactly, a soda yeah. can that you can't get anywhere. Like a mini Arrowhead bottle <laughs> that can't get where it needs to be. Yeah, exactly is really yeah. fighting the fight without yeah. stuffing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was interesting. So fun. Yeah. Is that a Ralph Lauren bedspread behind you? Yes, I think it is. And I only know that. I'm in an Airbnb. I only know that because when I made the bed this morning, I saw the tag. How did you yeah. fucking know that? How 
could you ask me I know, how right. I know anything? I can't believe it. Nice bowl of fruit behind you. Did they leave that at the Airbnb? I think they knew did I you was put gay. that there? Yeah. No, I think they knew I was gay. I think it's is the correct. place is the place run by fruit? Fruit? So was that the it's same? It's not as, run by fruit. Or was that equivalent to leaving a voodoo doll on your bed? I think it's that. I think it's a threat. <laughs> I, do. I do. I believe me. I felt I felt very very unsettled when I walked in and saw mm-hmm. that bowl of fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rana. Waiting for you to start. Oh, okay. Sorry. So let's go to some follow up. So, or should we do comments first, Rana? What would you prefer? Why don't you be the sh- the steward of this operation for two minutes? I'm How does do, that sound? I'm going to do some, some comments. Do comments first. That's what Massachusetts makes sense. Maggie is our first comment. Massachusetts Maggie says, terrific advice and nonstop bluffs. Rana's advice is on par or better than any therapist. I also feel validated by her general distaste for children. Brian is so much fun. And Brian, (laughs) never stop fishing for invites from Rana. Never give up. Five stars always. Kiss, kiss. I would never stop. Brian B. Davis. Which I guess is the male and B. Davis. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> a very professional who played. You mean What's Alice Face on Brady from Bunch. the Brady Alice, Bunch? Correct. Yeah. A very professional operation here. A tight ship with gorgeous life preservers. Mm. A life raft for the most desperate and flailing among us. My only mm. critique is that Ron and Brian don't have their own home shopping channel. Well, true. For me to watch when I stay Wait home. Veronica. Wait, Veronica. I was Veronica. about to say you, you might get yeah. a version of that coming up. Andy's cereal on my couch. Denial James, five stars only. The only thing bigger than Rana's level of class is the size of Brian's penis. <laughs> did you write that one? That feels I did. like I listen, that feels like one you wrote a little angry before you went to bed one night. Might and have been. and and honestly, that you didn't take too much care with it. That you just no. sort of felt like getting another plug in for your for your grundle and that you just- Absolutely. I, I, I typed it up and then threw my computer against the wall and passed out. That's how it feels. It does yeah. feel like you took an Ambien and typed that. Don't disrespect my grundle, Rana. Don't ever do that. <laughs> and also we got, I don't remember if anyone remembers this, but I casually <laughs> mentioned what I thought we could do for for, for share which was you would tell a friend, they would tell a friend, they would tell a friend about the podcast, get your friends listening. Because we already have like- Two million people listening, but what would it hurt yeah, to have six million? Want, you know, what would what's the problem with three million? Exactly. Yeah, let's make Hello, a manageable Ron. goal. Well, so someone did do the share tober. This is from Adam. Hello, Rana and Brian. I've been listening to the podcast since the start nearly three years ago, and you've truly changed my life in so many ways. Oh, this is a letter, not a comment, because it's very correct. Long. So we've switched named- over to a new situation now. We're in a new. Well, category. I didn't organize it this way, Rana. You did. I told you to steward it, and you said you would. Here's a letter we received. Here's a letter we received. You've truly changed my life in so many ways. Being named the Schnorr by Rana when I wrote in on the Patreon with a follow-up reply to another writer really made me more aware of the way I interact with others. Good. I now try to actively (laughs) think about if what I have to say adds to the conversation or if it's just a way to make something about myself. Thank you for calling me out the way only a real shtetl clairvoyant can. I was listening to today's Carriage House Catch-Up, and you asked us to write in if we were doing the Lord's work in spreading your gospel. I'm happy to report I have shown a friend the light this week. Recently, I've been enjoying weekly dinners with two friends I've gotten closer with these past few years. Mm. All three of us are from the Southeast slash Cape regions of Massachusetts. So Rana's magnificent accent hits home for us, as I know it would for them. 
During our dinners, I've mentioned your podcast several times, and I'm happy to report my almost weekly mention has paid off. Wow. I got a text from my friend Jeff, who was the first to start listening, that read, how have I lived without Ron in my life? Huh. Honestly, I don't know how anyone else in the world go through life without the wit, wisdom, and mischief. The two of you, thank you, oh, okay, deliver we're back on at track. least twice a week. <laughs> Still waiting to hear if Jess' significant other, Sean, has started listening as well. But it's only, I have to say, there's really only one Ron in a relationship, if we're lucky. But it's only a matter of time before the two three Ron of us- Two Ron does not a relationship make. No. It's only a matter of time before the three of us get in the car and listen to an episode together on a nice ottoman in New England drive. Thank you both for everything Where you do to keep going? us- Where are they going? I don't know, but they, it's, he says they're all insatiable bottoms. Thank you both for everything you do to keep us insatiable bottoms happy. <laughs> Here in the carriage house. As a birthday gift to myself, this They stole that from I because I called what's the name an incorrigible lesbian. So oh, you he's did. You cool did. bitch. Insatiable. So he's bottom. trying. That's cool happening bitch. on Patreon. That's what people are missing is cool bitch on Patreon. Cool bitch is a guardian for very the active. Yeah. She's very active. Yes, a, but she's not unfair. No, not at all. She doesn't react as just a victim. She's a champion of the underdog. Oh, no. That's what I mean. She's a champion but of the underdog. A she's a defender of the victimized. But with a measured perspective. Yes. She doesn't do it just to do it. She does. She's not doing anything she, wrong. She does it where she sees injustice. Correct. Or she wants to shine a light on I see her on the strength points. that she sees as unacknowledged. As a birthday gift to myself this October, I'll be starting my subscription to the AR Social Club for November. Hello. I can't believe it's taking me this long to subscribe, but I'm entering my 29th year the right way. You wow. certainly are. You've got a leg yes, up on you a 29-year-old. You might even get to skip the whole problem based it might on happen. just these doing- kind of great decisions you're making. You're already going in the right way. With a yeah. stunning monthly cocktail and kiki with two of my favorite people. See you in November. Kiss, kiss, Adam, a.k.a. The Schnorr. And then in a follow-up, apologies for the many messages and possible lengthy first messages. I hate to break mm-hmm. carriage house style guide mm-hmm. rules, but good news. My I, other I love friend, people that say that I hate to. Yeah. But. Yeah. My good news, but good news. My other friend, Sean, has started listening to the pod as well. Oh. During a marvelous Housewives and Wine Night with Jeff and Sean, Sean told me he started listening. They're taking very different approaches, however. Jeff has started his journey into all that is Ron and Brian by starting from the beginning of this posh as hell podcast, whereas Sean has plunged headfirst into all the glamour and sophistication of Askrana by listening to the most recent episodes. Perhaps I'll have some in-person friends at the AR Social Club Kiki soon. ARsocial.club, ARsocialclub.com. Ask Rana is not just a podcast, it's truly a lifestyle. Proud and loud. Chip, all the love, Adam. Well, share it with your friends, everyone. Have more to talk That's wonderful, about. but don't share your AR Social Club membership. People keep showing up with uninvited guests, and I'm going to have to hire a bouncer to, to tell them to go at the door. Mm-hmm. These and are non transferable. And then Jeff or Sean said, Though good afternoon, in fairness, I do include two coasters in every. Uh, in every box because I feel that drinks are meant to be shared. That's right. So bit of a tricky situation. There. And then either Jeff or Sean wrote in saying, I'm loving the podcast. I'm getting caught up because of Adam's recommendation. It I was the second guy. Sean. Yes. Okay. Fabulous. Be- but isn't this, yes. Good afternoon, Rana, dot, 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 and Brian. Yeah, the gays. I just wanted to drop a note. My friend Adam recommended I listen, and I am glad I did. I start my day now with your show. I'm getting caught up. I love the interaction you both have and guests you have on. The advice you give is always perfect. 
thank you for you. But I think the other guy wrote in too, and then Mimi missed it. You Hold lay on, off I'm Mimi, find don't it. you dare. I'm well, a cool bitch for Mimi. Well, what I'm tired of is doing everyone's job for them. Oh my God. <sighs> Hold on, P-O. P-O. Are you telling Mimi you're P-O'd? No, he had a P.O. box, and that's how I'm going to search for it. Oh, living life underground. You know what? Actually, now I'm looking. That was the first guy. Got it. That was Jeff, who had Jeff. The, uh, f- the manners to write in and thank us for this gorgeous yep. show. I met a Jill the other day who spells it J-Y-L. And I got to tell you, it didn't bother me. I liked it. What? Were they born spelling it that no. way? Who names a baby Jill? I mean, really, ask yourself that question. It might have been Jillian. Yeah, maybe. Now, wait a second. Or Jilly. Jilly just has the whole name? <laughs> yeah. Now, then we got an incredible follow-up. Yes. This, this whole, I mean, this is what's going on here. We have so many follow-ups. We just have to get through them. We well, this next do. follow-up is- The other the, thing is, a, is I keep forgetting to tell people to follow us on Instagram. It's driving me crazy. We have over Rana. 2 million listeners. Rana and we only have over 11,000 followers. And I don't know why that is, because I think, you know, what we have is a lot of creepers. A lot Jeepers of people who, who jeepers creep, who yeah. come and they look at the carousel and they look at this and they look at that. And I'm telling you right now, for the people that are creeping, I hope my words are piercing your heart like an arrow. Mm. I hope you are feeling, actually not your heart, it's piercing your solar plexus. Shit. Because that is where your conscience lives. Your perineum. Am I, am I in, piercing your grundle? Right. Am I incorrect that your conscience lives in your solar plexus? Some people call it I don't gut. know. When something- I'm sure you you're know right. You, I'm sure you're right. When you know you've done something and you think- Oh yeah, it you, hits you here. Where do you feel it? Yeah, like here. Or even a little, just that upper gut feeling. No, that's what I mean, like right Did I leave the oven on? That feeling. Did I leave the oven on? That's scary. And I hope every, I I hope it did. I hope every one of these people that are creeping and not following, Mm. I hope they just felt, did I leave the oven on? I just felt it. Are you following us on Instagram? Of course. No, I didn't mean it like that. (laughs) (laughs) I just meant when you said is the oven on, I felt that feeling. Yeah. Oh, it's a terrible feeling. It is. Do you Ugh. have an on? Uh, so wait a second. Someone wrote in to us and they said they were working somewhere. Then they decided to go live somewhere else two hours away. And they have to This is one of those questions of I'll deal. never forget, actually. Yeah. It was a tough, tough question. Yeah. But sometimes with those questions, and it's the reason the person wrote in to us. And actually, we've received multiple perspectives on this. The but this is the camping. clearest. Yeah. So she said, I have to go. I moved out of town uh, because I wanted to. I got a job. Then I decided to be remote. But I am obligated to be in person sometimes. And I can't really afford to be in person. And so I've been camping. But my boyfriend or girlfriend, I can't remember which, is concerned about my safety. Just the boyfriend, Yeah. I've talked to someone else at work. They said, your boss should pay for it. Mm. But I don't know how to ask for that. And they've already allowed me to work flopped. remotely. 
Yes. And we flipped and we flopped. And I think this is a terrific response. Someone by the name of Colleen wrote in and the subject, if I'm not mistaken, was sometimes it does hurt to ask. Hi, Ron and Brian. I had to respond to the letter writer who wrote in saying she was camping instead of asking her employer to get hotels covered. I'm the head of PR and research for an outplacement firm, which partners with HR departments. Maybe you could talk to this person, Brian. To guide them oh, through great idea. conducting layoffs and coaching leaders. So I'm steeped in talent management issues. I think you and the letter writer were right to mull this over. Otherwise known as didn't appreciate our response, has a different response. But very diplomatically put. A lot of this is completely dependent on her organization and its leadership, but it seems that she is out of political capital here. They allowed her to work remotely and gave her a raise to keep her. I agree with her that she might want to prove herself further before asking for any additional considerations. Since we very well might find ourselves in a recession, an employee who seems to be asking for, quote, too much could be attractive to let go if cost cutting is needed down the line. Oh my God, that's like basically another way to say your oven is on. That gave me a chill. Should, right down your spine. Yeah. I, this is when the teacher pulls you over and says, I don't oh. think you're trying. I don't think you're trying. What? This is, Halloween's over. You're scaring me this episode. <laughs> I don't think she should mention that she is camping instead of say, staying somewhere or driving home because that may in bold show poor judgment and hurt her later on when being considered for promotions. I actually think that's true. However, some very clear planning might hedge this and keep her out of the woods, literally and figuratively, blah, blah. My advice is she approach her direct manager with a calendar of what days she'll be in each month which nights she thinks she'll need a hotel room and the estimated costs. And if she has a negotiated lower rate, even better. She will likely modify this with input from her boss. Perhaps she can leave earlier on the nights she thought she would need a hotel. Perhaps she can skip those late events and make it up somewhere else. If it comes down to a hotel night here and there, it may be an easier ask for her direct manager. If they have a clear budget, that is also more helpful to the company. Or she might see that she can actually afford the hotel room herself. Plus, negotiating a discounted rate at a local hotel for other employees slash clients slash customers is in fact an accomplishment. In any event, it will make both she and her boss look good. They're solving problems, not creating them. I guess the answer is planning and communicating. Such a huge fan of the show. I enjoy the, enjoy the workplace. Enjerk. Ronna, get your mind out of the gutter. Get your mind out of the grundle. I enjoy. The, <laughs> it's just a fun word to say. A grundle it's is so sort of, fun. It's sort of like a tush troll. Right. You know, the, the grundle doesn't live under the bridge. He lives under the taint. I love it. I enjoy the word. It's very big mouth, that word, grundle. It, it is, it is. Yeah, that's a good yeah, way to I'm going to talk to Nick Kroll about it. He should have a grundle. He needs a grundle. There needs to be, the hormone monster need a friend that's called a grundle. A grundle. And he should be an animated taint. Love it. 
And that's a good idea. Honestly, that's actually amazing. And he should feel very ignored all the time. He should feel undervalued and ignored, but he should be ticklish. Absolutely. I enjoy the workplace Q&A, and you are both so good at answering them. This one was a real puzzle. Colleen. Colleen is like, geez. Colleen could be the ethicist in the New York Times. She could be the ethicist. Colleen has got it together. She's got it together. That was like a professional letter. Yes. We should consider bringing Colleen on to do HR. Rana, I mean, that would be great. That would be great. You know what? She would see my side. I know she would see my side. Fans with, you know, they always say never hire a fan. No, no, no. So, no, but never mind, Colleen. I apologize. I dangled. She seems. She seems to me like a Brian. Like I would. You know what I mean? Not really. Now, two things here. I don't know what order you want to receive. Read these in. We received uh, a follow up from the denture person. This hit people in the kishkis. This well, this was a this was a really tough question. We received a follow out from the dentures, but we also received somebody received somebody else writing in who seemed to think they knew what dentures should do better than us. Right. So I don't know what order you want to read this in, but you can decide because you Let's, have some agency over your life. Should we do the what the alternative was first? Sure. So this part, I think we had said, well, they lay it out actually. Dear Rana, Brian, and Emma Stone. Oh, where is she? Where is she? What are we waiting for her for? She used to she be was a like big an academy fan of She was mine. in an academy gala recently. She used to be a big fan of mine. She brought her mother to come meet me once. Really? Yeah. Very Dear nice Ron- woman. Great pair. Think- They're a fun pair. Oh, sure. Like Lucy yeah. Ethel? Like Lucy, Lucy and Lucy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm fixated on the letter writer from episode 141 whose mortification about his teeth has held him back from chew, from chewing love's kiss. Oh, from chew love's kiss. She did a pun. I am so scared to say what I'm about to say that I have to write to you from my- Now I don't want to read the letter because I don't think we can take advice from anyone that would do something like that. (laughs) I liked it. (sighs) You want me to stop? No, keep going. I'm so scared to say what I'm- Maybe it'll be helpful. I'm so scared. To I don't want to I'm encourage gonna... people to write in with their alternative takes on advice. By the way, no, we give the advice. This Take one is very well it. organized, though. It is. I'm just looking at Keep it. It looks. Going. It looks. Okay, it's, I'll looks allow pleasant. it. Pleasant. Judge Rana will allow it. Okay, good. Did you hear I'm... about that bailiff, the TV bailiff that killed his wife? No. Which TV show was he? Some sort of budget Florida bailiff. It wasn't, you know, what are the judges called? Christina, this one, that one. I can't remember. All that, yeah. It wasn't any of those. Some other one. And he was the bailiff. And one of the plaintiffs said something about how the bailiff didn't like his wife. Something happened. There was some interaction. And the plaintiffs said, you can see him laughing. He, you can tell he's not happy. He said, "What? Oh, because the judge, you know, sometimes they'll talk to the bailiff and say, yes. can you believe it if your wife did this?'" Right. Which is outrageous that they treat the bailiff like a sidekick. It's not as though the bailiff is as though there's some legal standing to the bailiff having an opinion about what's happening right. here. All they want to do is no stand offense to the bailiff. Puzzles, by the way, that's all they want to do. So the judge said something like, "He's been married 18 years. He, he knows." And the plaintiff said, well, he doesn't look happy. And it was sort of funny. 
That was it. And then he killed his wife. The play, the bailiff killed his wife. Later, charged with her murder. You're not allowed to say any of these stories to me anymore. It's November. Woo! This is too. Honestly, you saved the real <laughs> tricks. Mummy, 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 mummy. That's right. We kept trying mommy. to figure out. Mummy, 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 dead men tell but no I wish, tales. I hope that I want them to post a postcard. That's what we should have come as. Next year will come as Monster Rana and Frank and Brian. That's cute. So anyway, keep reading this letter from Dentures. Oh, yeah. Follow-up dentures. Here we go. Expressing the following could get me doxxed, bludgeoned by the fan base, or just plain disappeared. But I have a duty to the letter writer, so I'm just going to spit it out. I think the approach you two offered this guy might not be right. Whoa. There. I said it. Huh. The two approaches you laid out were essentially, one, don't let people know up front, wait it out, it's not their business. And two, make it seem like a bigger deal than it is so that when you reveal it, they won't be shocked. But the fact is, it's something you care about and it's on your mind all the time. There's a classic child-rearing setup that I think Rana has even discussed before. The notion that when a child falls down, they look at the faces of their caregivers to determine how they should feel about it. It's like when um, the seagull took something out of Steve's hand. Honestly, I saw another video online yesterday of a woman sitting, doing a TikTok, eating a croissant outside of a church, and then it goes slow motion, and a seagull's beak comes within a millimeter of her mouth, Oh God, flips over and steals, I would kill her, over. steals her pastry right out of her hand. I the would fall absolute, down the, dead. The bold, I mean, it was just unbelievable. Keep going. There's a class, okay, ba, 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 to determine how they should feel about it. If you look concerned, the child will cry, but if you smile, the child will brush it off and get back to playing. I think this approach could be taken toward the relative seriousness of this predicament. Mm. The letter writer says that people often complain, often compliment his teeth, have a bit of humor about it and say, thank you, they're fake, or thank you, do you want to borrow them? You live with this reality every day. If you treat the situation with the everyday casualness that it warrants, then others will learn to treat it the same way. If you're feeling eaten up by self-consciousness, that will imbue itself into the foundation of any new relationship. And if you present it farther down the line as if it's a big reveal, then your new partner may interpret as such. If they see you're embarrassed by it, they'll understand it as something to be embarrassed about. In short, lead by example. A little bit of humor. Upfront self-awareness will set the tone for the relationship to come. And who knows, maybe you'll find a guy that loves flossing. Mm. You can ask him to do yours while he's at it. To the denture dandy, you're finally comfortable smiling at others. Now make them smile back. I'm not, I'm just glad I'm not listening to that person's podcast for advice. Why? To be honest. I'm just not interested in their delivery. <laughs> okay. And I'm not looking for competition in the marketplace. Do you know that this person sent, like no joke, Rana, this person sent this email from a burner email account and did not sign it because they were so afraid. That How do you know? Because they said at the beginning, I think I just forgot to say that, but they said, um, I'm so scared to, to say what I'm about to say that I had to write you from my burner Gmail account. Oh, I missed that. I wasn't listening. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. 
they had to create a Gmail account because they were so. Well, they should be scared because they wrote from <laughs> Chew Loves Kiss, and that's just stupid. Wow. Yeah, I said it. All right. Well, I don't think it's bad advice. We also got a follow-up from Dating with Dentures, so let's see what he had to say before we decide if that was good advice or not. Exactly. Okay. Dating with Dentures themselves said, Dear Ron and Brian, I cannot thank you enough for your earnest and thoughtful response to my question. Brian saying, you need to chill out is being adopted as my new mantra. (laughs) I've already said it to myself with his intonation this week. I wish I could remember how I said it. And Rana was spot on, but of course. I've traded one pair of handcuffs for another. I've changed up Mm. the fixation, but I'm still holding myself prisoner to my anxieties. I hadn't thought of it in such stark terms before. And hearing that articulated aloud was so clarifying. Such a wake-up call. Again, I can't thank you both enough. I will write back here or in the carriage house with dating news as I move forward embracing confidence. I'm beyond thrilled to receive a Laurier 62 candle from the icon of taste herself. I will light it. Ding, ding. Feel the hug from Ron and Brian and remind myself to chill out. All of the love, Brock. And if any of the advice from above speaks to you, go for it. But I don't think there's any reason to say to someone, they're fake, want to borrow them? I, I just don't. I think you probably look terrific. And it also and that depends you should on walk through type. the world with that confidence. Yeah, maybe you have the ability to do that. Maybe you don't. But yeah. what you don't have to do is make a joke that lands like a thud. The second someone says something about your teeth. No, I think you just, look, what do we always say? Don't give a history. Just take a compliment. If someone right. says, I love your teeth, you say, thank you. You oh, don't thanks. say, I spent so much money. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I'm with you. Thanks. I am with you. Yeah. And you wow. cross the bridge when you come to it with whoever and this person is. the burner account crossed the line. Zero question. Can we talk about notifications for a second? I mean, who actually leaves those sounds on anymore? Well, besides that kind, that's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether your thing is vintage teas or recipes for ghee, start selling with Shopify and join the shopping platform, simplifying commerce for millions of your favorite businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll create an online stoa, as Rana would say. In your vibe, you would discover new customers and grow the following that keeps them coming back. Shopify has all the sales channels sorted, so your business keeps growing from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 customer support and free libraries full of educational content, children. Children need to learn. Shopify's got you every step of the way. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you will too. I gotta tell you, It's never been easier to start and grow a business thanks to Shopify. Look at our coffee. We started with a very simple idea. We thought maybe we'll sell 10 bags, 20 bags, 30 bags. I'm doing a Rana. Now it's a bonafide business, baby. We're crushing it. We even have holiday flavors. Holiday flavors are coming soon, by the way. Shopify makes selling simple so you can put yourself and your ideas out there. Whether your thing is making eBooks or earrings, Shopify makes your success possible. When you're ready to launch your thing into the spotlight, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform backing millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. So go on, try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. 
This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Now sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash askrana, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash askrana to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash askrana. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You know what? Let's get into some lettuce. Let's do it, Rana. But I'm going to do something unusual and tell you, as you're going through this today, I already know what the giveaway is going to be today. I've decided. Okay. And so I want you to think, to dig deep in your heart and think. And everyone, I actually want everyone, if they're not already playing along at home, I want them to play along and think who they would give the giveaway to. And here's what the giveaway is going to be today. Oh, my God. This is good. Shh. You're nothing, but you're a chill factory today. You've had chills all morning. I've been giving you chills. We may as well be having a tickle party where I say, it's crack, true. crack an egg on your head. Let the yeah, yolk I drip love that down. Sensation. Let the yolk Not actual, drip but down. Yeah. Let the yolk yeah. drip down. Yeah, I love it. Uh, bullets, bullets. Maybe bullets, I'll stick some hands bullets, in some grapes blood. today. That's how we yeah. used to do. Oh, you should definitely do that. Do a bottle. I'll do a pasta pot for brains. You're still, <laughs> you're still stuck on Halloween. You're still stuck on Halloween. I love it. Uh, showstopper cookies. That's what I'm giving away today. They were kind enough to sponsor our giveaway, if you can believe it. They said because so they love the show so much and we love their cookie. I hope to God they don't send me any more cookies. I'm not kidding. I can't eat them. They're too delicious. I would chomp the whole bag in one sitting. Delicious. But I hope people send them to each other. So that's what we're going to do. Whoever the winner is today is getting showstopper cookies. That's like the best gift ever. The other thing I forgot to tell you is that Henry in Toronto, a.k.a. Henry in D.C. Yeah. Has been disseminating Ask Rana with Rana and Brian bingo boards to his friends, his inner circle. So you click the board if we say a certain thing or if we do if we a certain thing. If we say a certain thing or we do a certain thing, you put a you put a bingo thing down. So there's like an excuse me box or something like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Shtetl clairvoyance box, et a cetera, one. et cetera. Right. 
and he has sent them to us. And if we want to, we can disseminate them to the, to the gang and we could have people. It would be fun if we sent it to people and they were playing. And when they hit bingo, they took a video of themselves saying bingo. <laughs> I love it. I wouldn't mind seeing that. So I don't know how we post them so they can, you know what I think we probably do? Look in the link tree. I'm going to figure this out with Nick, but look in the link tree and there'll be a link to like a PDF and you could download the PDF and then print it out and you could play Rana and Brian Bingo. Yeah, why not? Let's do two questions today because we had so many follow-ups. What do you think about that? Wonderful. I think it's a beautiful Don't you idea. love when you have an idea and I make it my idea? Yes. Isn't that your favorite thing that people do? Oh, what do I care? You better read this one because this is too, this language is too strong for me. Are you sure, Rana? Positive. Here we, here we go. Dear Rana, Brian. Because I know and, you already know your opinion, I'm sure. Dear Rana and Brian and lovely guest, my mm-hmm. husband and I have been together for around 15 years and he's absolutely the love of my life. He's kind, supportive, loving, and extremely, all caps, handy. Just to brag for a moment, he renovated our house doing all the construction, electrical, and plumbing himself with incredible attention to detail and fixes everything that goes wrong with my car, et cetera, et cetera. That's very sexy. We're a straight couple in our mid-30s, but have been open about the sexuality spectrum. And my husband feels he lies somewhere in between straight and gay, but leaning more towards straight. I've always felt pretty close to the straight end, which is boring, but I suppose the heart wants what the heart wants. We have a healthy sex life, and my husband is always been more adventurous than I am, often getting us toys and accessories to try. I am always happy to try something at least once, but I ultimately love plain old vanilla sex, a.k.a. missionary. Okay. It's very vanilla. I mean, vanilla makes it sound like I'm judging it, but when you say vanilla, you mean you like one position. That's interesting. I love the intimacy of missionary, fair enough, and it is the one position in which I can reliably orgasm from intercourse. So then that makes sense. No wonder you love it. There you go. I get it. Basically, what I'm saying is I'm very boring and basic in the bedroom, and that fulfills my needs, whereas my husband is often excited to try something new. Okay. Recently, my husband asked me, oh, and actually, it'll be good to get a female perspective on this, Rhonda, because you could tell us about your experiences. Recently, my husband asked me. (laughs) (laughs) You already have a female perspective on this. The letter writer is female. Recently, my husband asked me if I would like to try pegging. Oh, boy. When does this this conversation happen? That's what I want to know. They fold the laundry. What's the scene? (laughs) Yeah, they say, oh, quick question. Can you pick up some milk? Also, wondered. Quick question. Wondered if you'd like to try pegging. Yeah. I wonder if it's when one of them is peeing with the door open. Definitely. (laughs) It does feel like that kind of relationship. Absolutely. That's very funny. Normally, I'm happy to try. That shtetl clairvoyance is what that is right there. In case we need to know, in case anyone doesn't know what pegging is, it's basically when in a, I believe it's just probably with, well, I guess a lesbian couple is, there's pegging too maybe, but in in my head, it's yes, when a woman straps something on to please a man anally. Yes. Though I don't think it has to be a woman, but yes. Right. Somebody puts something on to get it in somebody's tush. Correct. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um... Recently, I'm my assuming had, they've engaged in tush play before. I would imagine not, they've done. But not reverse anal sex, basically. Yes. I've imagined they've walked I can't believe down I just said that street. statement. But anyway, yeah. They've been they they've definitely visited the village of Grundle 
and then Absol- kept going to the village that's beyond Grundle. No doubt about it. <laughs> Recently, my husband asked Where's me- Where's Schkludy? Whatever happened to Schkludy? What's Schkludy? Our Swiss listener. Remember we had the Swiss- <gasps> The Swissness? The Swiss listeners? The Swiss mess? The Swiss mess. Remember they were very worried about their friend who Schkludy. was a narcissist and, and leading women on? Yes. And they wanted to get involved. Schkludy, get if you're in still touch. listening out there, get in touch. I want to know That's what's right, going That's right, because Ron on. and I are going to be in Are you still together? I'm going to be in, in Switzerland. No, are they still together? And you're going to be in Switzerland. Schkludy, let us know where you'd be willing to travel for a show in Central Europe. Exactly. Yeah. And Recently- also, Electra Pope should get in touch, too. Absolutely. Because we're thinking about Croatia for a holiday. Please. Recently, my husband asked me if I would like to try pegging. Normally, I'm happy to try anything, but I have to say I'm not really interested in trying pegging. Mm. I want to be supportive and try new things together. But bottoms, I'll refer to bottoms instead of butts or ass to spare Rana having to say those out loud. Don't worry, she wasn't even coming close to it. Have never turned me on. I didn't read this. And I would even maybe go so far as to say they are a turn off for me. Okay, well, that's important because I would say it doesn't really matter if it turns you on. This would be an act that was about this would be a selfless. No. There's act his, of there's hers, there's hers, there's his, there's his and his and his and hers and hers and hers and theirs and theirs and theirs. But there are times where we are being playful, where it is. We're a doing gift. it for our partner's benefit. It is a gift. Yeah. And you can't always expect it to be everyone's turn. I like that. But when you're telling me it's a turn off, that's another story because that can bleed into how you feel attracted to your partner. Does that make sense? Yes. Maybe you don't want to see them in certain compromising positions and that, you know, look, we should all be more open-minded, of course, but maybe that's not how she's dying, what she's dying to get up to. Right. Furthermore, she says, I feel like being the penetrating partner requires a sort of je ne sais quoi that I do not possess. Oh. I am not a powerful personality <laughs> and loathe performing and attention. E.g., huh. recitals as a kid, presentations oh. as an adult. Oh, I see. She assumes that there's going to be some sort of a conversation. I love that she thinks that the pegging place. would be about her. Well, you're I not think- going to be the center of that attention, babe. Yes, I think what she's saying is she'll be required to. Play a role. Him. Yes. How do you like it? How right. is this going? Can you feel How that? You, yes. Yeah. What do you think? Da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. Whatever he wants her to say to him. Exactly. I'm, I'm the reason awkward. you're alive or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I could, the, yes. I could destroy you. Yes. In a, at I, a I'm going to devastate that ass. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to find out what you had for lunch. That kind of thing. <laughs> That is the most disgusting thing you've ever said on this show. Well, <laughs> I agree with you, which brings me to another thing. <laughs> It'll probably help if he douches before. So just go to How to Bottom on YouTube and tell him to figure that out first. That might okay. that might be more helpful for you. Anyway. Okay, go on. <laughs> You're another one of these incorrigible bottoms. What are they called? <laughs> <laughs> What did he call himself? An insatiable bottom. Insatiable bottom. Why doesn't she just send him to Cape Cod for the weekend with the insatiable bottoms and see how it goes? Yeah, let, let them take a, a whack at it. They've got a top hand. <laughs> take a <laughs> whack at it. <laughs> they've got they've got a whole course they could teach for him down there. 
Why does she Absolutely. have to learn how to do how to plumb this toilet? Why? Why doesn't? <laughs> why doesn't she call in a plumber? You're right. Go to a call pro. in an expert. He wants a professional. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Furthermore, find this job out if you don't want to do it. I couldn't agree more, actually. <laughs> Furthermore, bu- 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 okay, this really feels like something I'm not equipped for. What should I do? He would be fine if I said no, but I don't want him to feel shamed or that I am not an active and engaged partner in the bedroom. Also, he was he is always so supportive of me. But again, I really don't think I can pull it off. P.S. In case this comes up in discussion, I do think mm. my husband leans more to the straight side of the sexuality spectrum than the gay side. He's very much into my female body parts, so much so that it can be very annoying on the daily. I'm completely accepting of his sexuality and don't have any negative feelings about it. I love that he's so true to himself. If I'm being 100% honest, the thought mm. that he might realize he's more on the gay end of the spectrum and that maybe someday he will decide he wants something different in the back of my head, and that does make me anxious. Well, okay, we'll answer that too. Best, Jenna, not my real name. Answer that too. That's the entire question. You're right. And why did you leave out the information about whether or not you have an open marriage and whether or not people are allowed to do what they want to do? I bet they don't. But I don't know. She didn't say. She didn't say. So what's going on here? He, you're both very open about, so this is theoretical, this idea that he's, I mean, I'm not saying, look, I always get into trouble when I say this. Yes, but what I mean is his interest in men is theoretical at this point because he's not practicing it. It's dormant. Well, we don't know about before the marriage or something, but who knows? Right. Yeah. But, and I always get in trouble for this because people say I'm not fair to bisexuals because I don't think bisexuals can be in committed relationships. That's what they say. That's not what I say. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah. Of course it's not true. They're just people. Yeah. Either they're in a committed relationship or they're not in a committed relationship. Totally. Either they, they, it doesn't mean that you're But there's an old perception that bisexuality means like slutty or like I can't choose. And that just isn't how it works. It means, I think the misperception is it means I can't resist. Right. So right. I'm with a man, but if a gorgeous woman walked by, yeah. how would I resist her? And that's not the case. In the same way that a person who is one or the other manages to resist when one or the other walks by. Mm-hmm. There's monogamy and there's not monogamy. I don't know whether this is a monogamous relationship or whether this is a relationship that has certain permissions. I don't know. Mm. It sounds to me like your husband is craving something that you can't and don't want to give him. You can, if really truly pegging is you all can. he's it is if, all he's you know desiring, then you could. But I wonder if this is some sort of an opening of a conversation about him looking for another kind of, in, of physical interaction. If this is sort of a gateway. Does that make sense? Yes. Or it's his way of staying monogamous and saying, this is something that I really want. I want to experience this kind of, you know, anal pleasure or whatever you want to call it. Sound like an absolute, you know, grandmother at the moment. I no, but I mean, I there is, that is obviously, especially in he a wants that, but That is a pleasure point. Pushed. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that is all it is. Yeah. But I think probably it's worth asking that question. 
It's actually weird to me that this doesn't happen in more relationships because it's like a big part of a man's pleasure that is just totally ignored, I guess, in straight men or can be. Well, I think that there are other ways to push that button that don't require, you know, tons of equipment and, uh, you know, I'm going to assume they've done that before. I'd be shocked if they hadn't. Yeah. But. I wonder though, if she is, listen, I don't listen. It's, it's always tough to give advice on sex that you don't want to perform because it's like, you shouldn't really have to do anything you don't want to do. Yeah. Except that it can also be pleasurable for you to make your partner happy, but maybe that's not, I mean, it doesn't sound like that's the case here, but people can derive pleasure from making, you know, their partner feel great. And it sounds like they have a lot in their lifetime together. Yes. I would also say that doing, like pegging someone doesn't necessarily have to translate to role-playing necessarily. Like what if he just laid on your back and he just rode you, you know? Like that could be passive. Oh, that he pegged himself in a way. Right. That he was in control. Well, that's a very good point because I because it sounds like she's assuming she would have to administer. Be dominant or something, yeah. Yes. And maybe that's not the case. Yeah. Maybe it's worth a more flushed out conversation about what it is that he is really fantasizing about and what it is mm-hmm. he'd like to see happen. Because it sounds like you have very open sexual communication in your household, which is wonderful. Which is great. How did you hope this was going to go? Well, I thought this, I thought that. I don't really see myself being able to convincingly say this, do this, blah, blah, blah. If the issue is, I suspect, okay, here's what I suspect. I'm going to get myself in trouble, but here's what I suspect. If I'm in trouble, you'll tell me. Will you ever? (laughs) I suspect the fear is that they will go through with it and she will see that he is ecstatic An animal in a way that he has never been before and that that will make her heart sink because she will find out that whatever this spectrum is she thinks he lives on, which I also think is sort of funny, this idea not that people couldn't be closer to one thing or closer to another thing, but I just don't think it's linear like that. I don't think, oh, he's a seven. I mean, I know this is the Kinsey scale, but I don't think he's, you know, he's a four and she's worried he's a seven or whatever it is. But I think that is her ultimate fear is that she's going to find yes. out that he would, pre- this is what he wishes he had been doing all the time and that it's going to open this gateway for him but it may just be that he and likes actually, it. actually, it's almost like the sexuality doesn't even matter because what the, the deal might be less like, oh, I'm worried he's gay because it doesn't sound like you're too concerned that he's like all the way only into men I think there's sexuality and then you're, there's your relationship. I don't uh, think those are the same things. And there's also like, w- listen, I don't think you, in other words, I don't think you have to fear that he's going to have this experience and then want to run off with a man. I don't think that's going to happen. What no, I No, it sounds like he's pansexual, not bisexual. And I would also say that probably what might happen is, because I'll tell you this, and I'm I'm no doctor, but if someone wants it pretty badly to be penetrated, chances are very high that they're going to really enjoy it. Um, Yeah, that's that's an excellent point. 
And for yeah, anyone not I know, say not not for me. <laughs> and, totally. That's a great point. Yeah. And for anyone, like if you want it that badly, and if you're openly yeah, you're gonna love like it. That, you're yeah. gonna love it. And I know people yeah. from and experience he's thinking about it all the time. Yeah. Who like midlife switched from being in? In I'm talking in men having sex with men really in MSM relationships that like. Uh-huh. People switch when people go from being a top to a bottom, they do it with veracity. I mean, like it is like, oh, this is upended my world. This is incredible. When people have made that switch. And uh-huh. this is only people I know. So this is anecdotal. But yeah. I would say probably my fear wouldn't be that he all of a sudden only wants to be with men. It would be that he loves it and wants more of it from you. And that's so that leads me to her other fear. Yeah. And her other fear is that she's found 101 Dalmatians ways to pleasure this guy in their life together. Has she though? Because it sounds like she only likes one thing. Well, that's what she likes, but who knows what she's doing to him and with him. And and that's what she would prefer. But she has been a willing partner. He brings toys and this and that. She does it all. But if, and she's happy to do it. But if it were up to her, she would just do it that way most of the time. Because she has a guaranteed orgasm that way. Mm-hmm. Her other fear is that they will do this and he will be disappointed because she will not have the skill set to do it. She's not been working on this for 10 years and that she will disappoint him and that he might uh, find her disappointing in an intimate fashion. So that's, she feels like she's in a lose-lose. Well, he sounds like a wonderful person. And that seems like a really, I understand what you're saying fully. And I think you're right that she is thinking that. But that's a really um, sort of, I don't know, that that sort of means that your husband would just sort of become a different person. And I think it's a little bit like when people go to couples therapy and on the first day of couples therapy, they're terrified to speak their problem. Because they're going to break up. Because then they will say, now we have to end the relationship. I said what my fear was and now we, and and the fear is that I will, the actual fear is I will speak my fear and the relationship will end. Yes. And the truth is nothing is precipitous in that way. It's not a cliff that you're about to jump off. Right. You could also try it and he could say, "Uh, this isn't working and you're terrible at it. And you could have a laugh. Yeah. Because by the way, I don't think your partner is saying like- reassess. I need to get pegged. I need you to wear a, a, a whip and a cowboy hat. And I need you to beat the shit out of my ass. Like, he's not saying that. He's literally saying, like, if let's he is, try this. You, you can, can say passive. there are people that you can go to for that who, who are not me. Yeah. If you're open to that. He doesn't but sound he sounds like a very compassionate person. It doesn't person. sound to me like your sexual relationship will be the demise of your personal relationship. It sounds that like makes you all have sense. more than that. Yeah. Yes, it sounds like you have a marriage and that exactly. this is a question mark. And honestly, he may be disappointed and think, mm, I don't really want this from her, but I also don't really want to tank my relationship based on whatever their, this, their other boundaries are. Because I don't know difference. about their boundaries. There's also a difference though between, because it's not like he's just like, it's not like he wants to sit on a dildo and that's what he's after. Pegging is more intimate. Like it's literally like, I want this from you. I could sit on my own dildo. It's not a real dick. You know what I mean? The pegging. Like he's saying like, 
Yes, but he I wants want to be with you. I want some you engagement. to do this to me. Right. But he's I not mean, saying, I want a real dick in my ass. He's saying, I want you to do this to me. Well, we don't know whether he's saying that or not. That's he one of the fears. We don't really know. But I think you two have to have a conversation about the way it would go, what he's hoping for. Mm-hmm. He has a fantasy. So let's find out what it is. Yeah. And also, do you, the, the fantasy doesn't have to be the first thing that you do. I mean, it, literally, he could it could be very passive for you. And you could also say, honestly, this is like, sounds like a big task. I'm going to have to watch a lot of YouTube videos. Ha, 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 And if at the end of it or at the beginning of it, if you're like, this is this is just not my speed. I don't like this at you, all, then don't do it. You've been together forever. Yeah, you just say, you know what? I can't. I can't, I can't do it. But yeah. I would guess, I mean, I'm not going to tell you what to do one way or the other. But I would think if you gave it a shot, it wouldn't be so bad. Yeah. Just because you two are open to a lot of different things. I wouldn't give everyone that advice. And it sounds like if you said no, he would be A-okay with it. You could also say, I fear I'm not going to be very good at this. Yeah, speak your truth. you could talk about, well, what if we this, 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 you know. And you just can also say, let me think about it a little bit. But I think you need to flesh it out. I know yeah. that doesn't sound very sexy, but I also think what you're talking about requires a lot of planning anyway. Definitely. So. Yeah. Wow, I didn't expect to answer that conversation. That Not everyone can be Meryl Streep the first time they peg, you know? So true. But she slips into character even so she, easily. Even she says that. Even She, she prepares, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. When she's with- um, Colin Blow. Dear Ron and Brian, and that's what you meant by prepare, isn't it? Exactly, Colin. Yeah. Dear Ron and Brian, and stunning guest, they must mean me. Free feed fruit, frequent five-star reviewer, fervent grandma stickler, and fellow Semite here. Okay. This is like a perfect person. A gay, grandma-loving Jew. Here we go. Grammar-loving. I, I heard that as first as he loves his grandmother. Well, it's not his grandma. That's grandma. Okay? Grandma. Yeah, grandma. Yeah, grandma. So grammar, not grandma. Grandma. Okay. Your impeccable humor is unmatched. Your boundless compassion moving in your presence, the undeniable highlight of my audio life. Wow. Not bad. My fandom has actually We're become quite dangerous. We're giving him oral pleasure. We are. My fandom has actually become quite dangerous. I've had to stop listening to your podcast at the gym after on several occasions, disruptively dropping heavyweights due to sudden bursts of I and B induced laughter. Laughter. I am writing with a question on behalf of my sweet dad. My parents have recently been invited to a three day out of state birthday party for my father's sister. Okay. My dad is not a very social guy. In addition to being a very, in all caps, picky eater and many years sober, he and his sister have had a storied and rather contentious relationship. (laughs) She is a pretty universal irritant, hysterical, a verbose and hyperbolic storyteller. Oh boy. Fun. And a bit of a swindler. Oh, these are your kind of people. Oh, this is wonderful. How do you get invited to this party? Yeah. 
She has stolen from my father frequently over my lifetime, including when they were in business together many years ago. Oh, that's She funny. also is a pretty outspoken hater of my mother. Rude. Wow. The party I would like ten- to get a look at her. Uh-huh. The party is a 10-hour drive away in a remote southern town in a state that our family has no connection to. Savannah, question mark. My aunt has asked for attendees to pay hundreds of dollars to contribute to the shared Airbnb accommodations, the quality of which my mother has grave concerns about, as my aunt has lived out of a van on and off for years. If you don't write more about this aunt to us, we'll never forgive you. I want to hear about the swindle. Write to us about her swindles. Me too. My aunt also has made it clear that groceries will be communal. Tragic, seeing as she is some hideous combination of vegetarian slash gluten-free and is generally just not will, uh, gluten-free slash generally joyless in her dietary index. <laughs> there will be undoubtedly be, there will undoubtedly be drinking and carrying on and it just generally will not be my dad's scene. He and my mother will have to take off work, which is difficult for them both, travel a long way, and endure a rather significant amount of discomfort to attend. My I'm getting is, the vibe, though, I just want to say for people yeah. that she's living in a van by choice. That when she's done that, it's because she wants to. She thinks or, she's a she thinks she's a free spirit. He thinks she's a grifter. Right. But I'm just saying it doesn't sound like she's doesn't have a like she can't yeah, no, she's not get into a house. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, she's just a free spirit. Right. A layabout. Right. My dad is a genuinely good guy and feels that he, quote, should go. It's his sister, and it's a big birthday, her 60th. What do you all think? Should he go? And if you let him off the hook, how do you suggest he decline the invitation gracefully and guiltlessly? Thank you very much for your time and attention. Signed, Anonymous. P.S. I already suggested that he RSVP yes enthusiastically, confirm his travel plans with his sister several times, express his excitement to all attendees, and then wait until a few days before the event and cut off his own pinky toe to avoid following through, just in <laughs> case Brian were planning on suggesting that. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? I just, okay. First of all, it, did your dad put you up to writing this letter? Because it sounds like- if he's saying that he should go, which is different than wants to go, um, that you would sort of keep your nose out of it. It's, but is he putting you up to figuring out how to get him out of this? It's unclear who the meddler is here, if whether exactly. he's meddling or not. But it, the dad but doesn't want to go. Say, and they have enumerated and, and way, every reason why. Yeah, so he shouldn't go. But I will say this. If he did go, your mother does not have to go. And you do not have to go. He doesn't have to drag her into this. His mother has to go because that's who this couple is. If the mother oh, he, doesn't go, they, it's all in do? If the mother doesn't right. go, everyone's going to talk about how she didn't go. And this woman's already been talking about how much she had been rude to the mother for 30 years anyway. So now Joanne, we'll call it the sister Joanne, has a reason to say that Carol, the mother, you know, talk about her the whole weekend because she didn't come and hold it against her. The, that's that's the generation. Something? And I could be totally misinformed here. Uh huh. Sixty isn't that big of a landmark, is it? Well, I don't think so. 
like go to her 70th or 75th or 80th. Like those seem like oh, bigger deals. Or don't go to any of them. This any is a woman you, you were don't in have business to go to any with of who stole from you, who clearly yeah, has lived a go? life. On, we will politely call her life living on her own terms. Okay. That's the polite sure. way we're going to describe the Swin LaGrifta, uh, loud person, blah, blah, blah. Right. Your father is a quiet, kind man who had an issue with alcohol or whatever at some point, made his peace with it, and has moved on. And that is how he lives his life, is in a stable, comfortable way. Mm. None of this, look, if this was someone he loved, he'd take off work in a heartbeat and say we wouldn't miss it because he's the kind of guy that shows up for people. And that's where the conflict comes in here is because he's the kind of guy that shows up for the people in his life that he loves. He would only be showing up to this for the very fact that she is his sister. That is the only reason. So allow me to remind you that she is the sister who stole from you and insulted your wife. Okay. And it she doesn't guilt mean over that you resentment ha- here. What's he going to do? Feel terribly exactly. the whole way up until he goes. That's crazy. I couldn't agree more. And I'm not saying that every interaction you have with her, that you should repeat that mantra she stole from me and insulted my wife. I don't believe that. I think it's fine to have reached a detente with this woman, but I do not think you are obligated to celebrate her. And I so think what does you he just say? say, I think you say, oh, thank you so much for the invitation. We wish we could make it. We can't. Yeah. And what if she says, why? It's too hot. I have to work Friday and Monday. Yeah. We just can't. It's it's just too. It's far. a really busy but season for me. It, if da, you da, 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 come da. through town, we'd love to take you to dinner for your birthday. Yeah, it would be our pleasure. That's great to take you to a beautiful dinner. Yeah. Oh, we'll be everything. But what about this? What about this? Oh, we'll be so sad to miss it. But you know, we're doing a bonfire with you know Satan bonfire. Oh, we'll be so sad to miss it. Oh, did you know? Oh, we'll be so sad to miss it. Mm-hmm. Or you know what you do. You don't you have to also, tell her what you think of her. That's the mistake people make, is thinking that when you say no to something, that someone's going to come, and this woman might, because she sounds like she doesn't have great boundaries, that she's going to come back with it with it at you and say, oh, you're not coming because uh, Carol hates me? And you just say, oh, what an unkind thing to say. No, Carol thinks you're terrific. I don't know where you got that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if there is a lie that has to happen, it should be in the part where you respond to her. Where you just, it's not even a lie, you're deflecting. Don't get involved in this. Don't waste your money. Don't be uncomfortable. Don't sleep in some crummy Airbnb no. bed, which and isn't up to Carol's standards. No don't, way. don't pay for her Satan and her Tofurky and whatever. Yeah. You know, forget about it. Yeah. The other thing you can do is you can send, uh, the, fa- the father can send, some sort of disgusting vegetarian note, jello cake or whatever sure. it is. And just say, uh, wish we were there. Happy birthday. I agree. Kill it with a dash of gold belly kindness. But I totally stop agree. thinking about this. Do not Release go to this. yourself Do not go from to this. this obligation is my totally opinion. Totally agree. And deny, deny, deny when everyone says you didn't come because you hate me. You say, what an unkind thing to say. I had to work. Yeah, We'd like love save to do your, this for as you, you. call We'd them, love to Ronnie, do that for you. Your obligation for people who like, re- who you really have to be there for in a time of crisis or in a time people of whatever. People that pull you up 
not people that pull you down. Correct. We've talked about this a lot. If something is actually going on with your sister and it's an emergency, then of course you're there if you can be there. And time is currency. Time Absolutely. Is, you know, we talk about, you know, we talk about what to give as a gift, what big gift give us, et cetera. A hundred percent, I believe that your presence is often a present. Definitely. And that it costs people time in their life to show up for other people. No and kidding. I'm sorry, but this woman squandered that long ago. Yeah. And here's the other bottom Take line. Take her out of the rotation. Doesn't sound fun. No. Your father's 60 or 60 plus. I hope he's putting his eggs in the fun basket, not in the yes. obligation basket. Correct. Don't go. Who's getting the show stoppers? Not worth it. Okay. Is it going to be Pegger hmm. or potential Pegger, or is it going to be the son of the guy? I feel like it's got to be the Pegger. Well, this is what's difficult because they're not transferable. We always say they're not transferable. I understand that Showstopper is uh, sponsoring our gift today, but I'm feeling very generous and I'm going to send, I'm going to personally pay for the father to receive some Showstopper This cookies. is absolutely unprecedented, Rona. I actually cannot believe what's happening. That's how delicious I think Showstopper cookies are, though. I think Peggy needs them. And I think that the father could use them, but I'm not sending them to the son. And if the son, busybody from the gym, wants to, if his father wants to share them with him, he can. But there is a string attached, which is that the father has to listen to the answer in order to receive his cookies at the end of the you know, we he can't eat his cookies till after he listens the listens to the answer and sends his sister an email saying, "Oh, nuts! We can't make it that weekend." Exactly. People we'll say be nuts eating anymore. Cookies with nuts. In the yeah. meantime, showstopper, no nuts. Maybe showstopper but, yeah. could call themselves your one chew love. No, I have to say one. The word chew to me, I, I think of a dog, like a chew toy. A chewy always, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Even those granola bars called chewies. So yeah, they should I think be of a dog. I want to give I one to, to a little, you know, poodle. ASocial.club, ASocialclub.com. I started this podcast by saying, what are you even doing with your life? To be honest, yeah. you missed out on the monster mash, the spooky key. <laughs> I hope that gives, I hope that gives you that, that toe curdling solar plexus the thing that Brian's going to be meditating to shake off Honest that feeling to God, all day. You've set me on the wrong path today, Ronna. I love it. I love that I can, from a distance, chill you to the bone. I'm going to take my grundle, soothe it, and get, <laughs> exercise the demon that, that you- I need doing. someone to tell me at what time stamp the grundle suggestion for Big Mouth happens. I need to send that to Nick Kroll. Absolutely. Not that he's not already listening to the whole podcast. No, of course. Ronna, you're forgetting something. Patreon.com slash AskRana, the easiest thing in the world to sign up for with. There's so much fun happening, including the incredible message boards, which are intimate, fun, funny, smart. And engaging. And respectful. Totally. And engaging, yeah. No, It's a not terrific that, community. You're missing something else. Ah. Uh, AI Social Dog Club. Patreon. The cliffhanger, my dear. Oh, the show's not over yet. No, I got to read the cliffhanger. Okay, read this cliffhanger. Okay. Then I got to go. I know you do. 
uh, Mother Goose. Here we go. Because Liz Truss is calling me and I've got to oh take God, her poor call. Liz Truss. She's, she's a mess. Yeah. I mean, not poor Liz Truss, but I do think that they, 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 England just picks a prime minister when they want her to, when a female prime minister when they, when they want her to fail. I do think that's correct. Here we go. Here's the cliffhanger. Rana, Brian, and luminous guest. Thank you for the amazing work that you do. Tuesdays and Fridays are my favorite weekdays because of this podcast, Five Stars Only. My question centers around taking my boyfriend to my older sister's wedding next month. I'm a 32-year-old gay man, and my boyfriend in over three years will soon turn 38. After law school, and while still not fully out to my family, I moved halfway around the, across the country for my first job. Give me much-needed distance and space to be myself. My parents are incredibly nice people, but very religious, so my sexuality's always been an issue. For, any, for me, not, being, not feeling able to come out to them, and for them, something to deny and or sweep under the rug. My, dan, my dad is a minister and an engineer, perhaps a needless detail. So I grew up as a preacher's kid. I plan to well, be that's very- interesting. He believes in God, but he, but he uh, makes his living on science. But anyway. Yeah. I plan to be very direct with him about it multiple times, particularly after things became serious with my boyfriend. But I'll admit that I avoided it during the pandemic when I didn't see my family for the better part of two years. Yes, in hindsight, that was probably the best possible time to have the talk, but I continued our family tradition of avoidance. Good for you. That, sense, that said, my parents and I have finally had the talk. Thank God. And my boyfriend will meet my immediate family for the first time at my sister's wedding. Okay. He's met members of my extended family who have come to town to visit. I would love to get your advice on how to navigate this introduction for all of us. For added context, his very religious family lives in the area, and it has been nice to see how welcoming they've been to me. I did the meet the family thing six months into our relationship, and we see his immediate family multiple times a month. Let's just say that he has reminded me repeatedly recently that he has felt like a second-class citizen because of my family dynamics, as though it's easy for me and what I would want, but I won't digress on that. My parents and sister have said they're looking forward to meeting him, but I'm bracing myself for some inevitable awkwardness. It would be awkward no matter what. I appreciate any input or advice. Picture of us below. The fact that my boyfriend is white won't be an issue. Thanks, Eric. Not my (laughs) real name. Oh, this is going to be so fun to answer. I just want to say... Honestly, I feel very moved and upset by this letter. And we'll talk about it when we talk about it on Patreon, but it's sort of bringing a tear to my eye for two reasons. The picture of this couple is the handsomest so couple imaginable. Handsome. And, Rana. They're so, and they're so happy. Yes. And all they're doing is trying to live their best lives. And they look like they are so lucky and that they have found they do. each other. Honestly, I feel very choked up about this. This looks like it. This is the it couple. And it just bothers me so much that people have to deal with this bullshit in their lives. Bullshit. Bullshit. Because it doesn't, it's not strange to me that people are nervous about people meeting their partners in life. That's life. And that people have families that, you know, have all kinds of judgmental set, and sets so of uh, criteria, et cetera, that people thing. don't meet. Yeah. When it has to do with this though, when this oh, is, when the only time. obstacle is an idea over your child's happiness, when it's so hard in this world to find someone to it's love like and be loved by who you want to build a life with, it breaks my heart that, oh, we get this question so often that parents would stand in the way of their own child's happiness 
is absolutely mind-boggling to me. When you're talking about love, when you're talking about being embraced and cared for and held and supported in this life by another person. And it just, it's what I would call a real bummer. It's a real bummer. I think Conan would agree with you. O'Brien, he loved when you said bummer. I know he would. Anyway, that really choked me up. And they're a beautiful couple and I'm happy for them. They are. They're very But we'll answer this on Patreon. Patreon.com slash ask Rana. I'm going to cry for real this week. Rana, I have to tell you, I I wasn't wasn't sure if you had a heart. And this last few minutes, I see that you do. (laughs) (laughs) And now I think it's a good time. Did you Actually, now is a good time to talk about that raise. Now (laughs) is a good time to talk about that raise. Because as you know, I had struggles (laughs) with my parents for a long time. So I would actually like, if we could just have a few conversations, like right after this, immediately after this, I need to talk to you about some things. If I didn't have a tennis game, I'd love to. Uh, and fe- instead I have to go meet with Nick and Adam and talk about your future. What? Well, just keep in mind, Rana, that Ask I went Rana. through this very thing. Did you though? Yeah. Well, then probably, you'll be good. Then, probably then worse. You'll, then you'll be good at answering this question. No, but Rana, I don't care And about weren't that you part. still able to take your mother to Scotland and eat delicious Nouvelle Haggis together? Yes, things so are better now. Here. Let's just remember things this hope here. There is hope. But Rana, I need to talk to you immediately after this about some things. Patreon.com. Keep the story in the back Rana. of your head. Kiss. And Kiss. for everyone who didn't know, Rana is, now we know, a human. Well, I'm more machine than man, but yeah. <laughs> that is Kiss. true. Kiss, kiss.